Welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Bandai. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Ho, 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 Bemmers. Or maybe it's Lobo Bo. Eh? Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's I'm not yeah. supporting that that nonsense. When you're forced to come up with an intro on the spot. That's what you get. That was excellent. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is Dark Side's Couch, and this is James. This is Mike. I'm Shay. Oh, man. Uh, last week, I know I said I was so excited about the book that I didn't want to fuck around. I just wanted to get straight into it. And that was a lie. I was just trying to pump myself up about a, about a subpar book. But this time, I'm serious. I really don't want to fuck around because this book's awesome. It's so awesome. All right. I'm glad we're in agreement here. This is a request. Yep. Uh, Jay Miller on Facebook asked for this one. And he got it. And he's right. He was right. He was right to do it. Uh, this is, we're looking at the Lobo Paramilitary Christmas Special from 1992 this week. And man, look at this cover. Yeah, I, I have this in the one of the, the boxes in my apartment. Did you really? Oh, wow. It's sitting in here somewhere. I didn't look for it. You'd think I would have bothered. No, no, fuck that. I, uh, I read a lot of Lobo in the 90s. I did not read this one. I think uh, I just went to the comic book store one day and just bought all the Lobos. Fair. Yeah, I think we all had that phase. If you're of a certain age, if you're between like 32 and 43, you probably had a day where you just went to the store and said, you know what? Fuck it. Hardcore Lobo fan now. Wow, I haven't been to a comic book store since I was like 26. That's probably the last time I was in a comic book store. That is depressing. Also depressing going to a comic book store. So like 12 years ago is the last time I went to a comic book store? I don't know, man. We got a comic book store right across the street. We do. Doxed. It is the... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's honestly not a lot of uh, comic book stores in the Chicagoland area, so it does narrow it down. But none of that's relevant. <laughs> I don't care how long. I don't care how long it's been since you've been to the comic book shop. It doesn't uh, matter. They don't have so, this. Hey, what was since we're doing uh, Lobo's paramilitary Christmas special in mm-hmm. July? What we was are. what was Christmas in July? What was that? Was that for selling furniture or something? I don't know. Let's look that up. Because I yeah. remember that being a, a thing. I'm sure like the the Zoomers are like have yeah. no idea what I'm talking about. Because like book we it, they wouldn't know about that. We, we didn't want to wait until December to do this, and this is the only time of the year you can do a Christmas book outside of December and not look like a jackass. Yeah, but there is a Christmas in July. Look, it's a legend. Oh. Let's see. Uh, according to legend, Christmas in July was first celebrated at a summer camp in 33 when Keystone Camp in Brevard, New North Carolina, decided to dedicate two days to the holiday with fake snow and stuff. Well, yeah, purpose. Let's look at the purpose section. Uh, the term originated from the fact that in the Southern Hemisphere, Christmas is actually celebrated in the summer. So we're just, I guess it's just a co- cultural appropriation. Oh, uh, they just, they're just like, we want to winter but, Christmas. No, there aren't like different Christmases. That's a pretty standard one. It's not like Thanksgiving. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So in the Southern Hemisphere, but it's not during December, is it? Are they having? Yeah. July is okay. winter in the Southern Hemisphere. Okay. And so they have cel- they have their Christmas in July and we said, But they well, don't we because Christmas is December 25th. Well, I know, but they are having a fun one just for funsies. But I'm saying in the Southern Hemisphere that this link that we're looking at is saying that that's when they celebrate Christmas. Christmas is on the same day everywhere. Mm-hmm. Why are you dying on this hill? Because yeah. it's dumb. That's a <laughs> right. dumb thing that, to write. Right, right. That's that's why I asked. All right. Well, <laughs> what I think it boils down to is we saw other cultures having fun with something, and we said not on our watch. I think they just wanted. It. I think they wanted it like a like a Christmas like they see on movies, with starring uh, Tim Allen. Oh yeah, he is delightful. I'm not saying that like some sort of celebration doesn't happen. I'm saying it's not celebrating Christmas. I was going to say, maybe they just want their Christmas to be scared stupid. But then I remember that was a different Ernest movie. No, that's, 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 uh. What of all Ernest movies were called Scared Stupid? Yeah, they exist in the Ernest Cinematic Universe. All of them. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Ernest Cinematic Verniverse. No, what am I? That was dumb. <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? Why are we fucking around with this, wasting time? God I don't know. It. This is not the comic. Here in the cover, though, if you see, uh, it looks like Lobo has a bear trap shoulder, pla- shoulder pad to kind of give him like a Mad Max look. And it looks mm-hmm. like he just stabbed Santa in the ass. He may have. I mean, the, the, his machete is bloody. Machete? Is that a machete? I don't it's know what that space is. space knife. Yeah, it's a space knife. He, he, probably... he carved yeah. it off of a space rhino. Yes. Yes, he did. 
So I felt super nostalgic for this, even though I haven't read it, because I did read a lot of Alan Grant Batman books back in the day. And this uh, this was written by Keith Giffen with Alan Grant. Plus, I remember seeing uh, Simon Biz's art all over the place and just the look of Lobo. That brings me back. That's like classic yeah. quintessential Lobo look. But yeah, this is uh, from 1992, written by Keith Giffen and Alan Grant, art by Simon Beasley, the definitive Lobo artist, in my opinion, also did a ton of really great Doom Patrol covers back in the day as well. Like He's a Lobo artist. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's so fine. I looked up this guy because I was trying to figure out who he was and everything. And it kind of seemed like the style of this book is not his traditional style. Um, yes and no. I mean, he has like a, a painted style that he does that I would say is similar in that it's very stylized and exaggerated, but it's, it's, it's more much a, smoother. Yeah, it's much smoother. Um, but it still has the, like the thin lines and the exaggerated cartoony facial features and everything. Well, it's very grotesque. What were, it, it reminded me of the fear and loathing in Las Vegas art. Yeah. Yeah. It's distorted. It looks like the, the, that, that, that Elseworlds we did a long time ago, Superman in the future with guns. Oh yeah. At earth's end. Yeah, that's when, when Superman looked like Santa. Right, and Lobo mm-hmm. combined. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Lobo was created by Roger Sliffer and Keith Giffen. Uh, Giffen actually had a very short-lived character at Image named Trencher. Did you say, Sliff- like, did you say Sliffer? Sliffer. What? S-L-I-F-E-R. Roger Sliffer and Keith Giffen, yeah. It sounds like something you buy to clean your floor. Okay. All right. What do you want me to do with that? What do you want me to do? Uh, the fact that it kind of sounds like Swiffer. I mean, where am I going to go with that? Like, what sound effect do we have for that? Maybe we have the Shamwell guy mm, we could I use. Just got David Lee Roth. Boozy, boozy, bop. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get the, uh, the Shamwell guy in there. Don't worry. Don't worry. I don't know what he's famous for saying. I mean, he, I, he's famous for smacking prostitutes. So maybe we're not going to put him on the show because that's fucked up. Right. We can't have him on. It'd be like having yeah. Jared on. Yeah. Cancellation. Cancellation. Well, what was Jared's uh, subway catchphrase? He didn't have a catchphrase. He just held up those pants. Oh, right. All right. Yeah, those big, right. those giant submarine pants. Right. Anyway, I, I'm sure Shay doesn't remember. Mike might remember. Do you remember a, a character at Image named Trencher, who's like a knockoff of Lobo? No. Oh, my God. It was a very short-lived, like, zombie character that looked like Lobo and acted like Lobo. And uh, he really confused a young James. I had a couple of issues of Trencher. I had no idea why this character looked and sounded like Lobo, but he wasn't Lobo. Put it on the list. Yeah, we can take a look at Trencher. So I I got into comics reading 52 and I read Mm -hmm. the uh, trades. So I have the like it came with little notes at the end. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. essentially like the fucking dramaturge historian kind of thing was Giffen. He was the one lining it up and everything. And Lobo shows up at one point. I remember the notes here saying like, why won't this character die? Like it yeah. was not as he's it's not his favorite character that he created or anything like that. He was like, this was supposed to be a one off. Yeah, well, and yeah, and going all the way back, uh, Lobo first appeared in an issue of Omega Men number three in uh, 1983. And he's very different from the Lobo that we know nowadays. Um, he's in an orange and purple jumpsuit. He just looks like a dude with white skin. He, he's not super jacked or anything. He's still a mercenary and he shows up with his partner who's a literal space cowboy, by the way. Like an actual space cowboy. Can you pull and, up an image? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me That's see if excellent. And he and the space cowboy actually acts a lot more uh, like Lobo that we know than Lobo does. Hmm. My favorite part of Lobo in 52 is how he's essentially Pope of a dolphin religion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a big part of him. Actually, yeah. So in his second appearance, or rather his... Uh, first uh, post-crisis appearance when he shows up in Keith Giffen's very silly Justice League International run. He's a parody of he's a parody of the Punisher and Wolverine, and is that gruff? Very clearly is. Yeah, yeah. And his very first scene, though, that we see him post-crisis is him feeding his space dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. He's all about them dolphins. We're gonna take a quick look at this. I just pulled this up on DCI. So there's the original logo. Oh wow, he wow. looks like a member of Kiss. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like a member of Kiss. He's only in the book for a few pages. He's, he's not really even very in it very much. That's Lobo and this space cowboy. Was his name Lobo? Yeah, he was still Lobo. Lobo's penis is a lot smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah, well, this I was mean, pre-crisis. I mean, in that part. Look at that. He's got nothing. Yeah, again, post-crisis, it's probably huge. Yeah, that's why they had to have the crisis. That was the main catalyst, is that they fucked up Lobo's crotch. <laughs> right, so they had to go back and fix it. Fuck, man, we got to reboot the whole universe for this. Lobo's like, I don't have a problem with this. Yep, no problem. Yeah, Turn so me into uh, a giant muscle man Rob Zombie. 
Yeah, and then as as the parody became more and more ridiculous in the 90s, he just turned into like a seven foot tall, 400 pound Rob Zombie monstrosity man. DC Comics is looking at this like, uh, we need a Venom Wolverine. Yeah. And you know, it worked. Well, he's, he's got a little bit of that Deadpool in him as well, although it's kind of pre-Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very I, mean, like, I mean, like attitude. He's huge. Yeah. He wears black and he looks and talks like Wolverine. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, he's a, he's Giffen, a parody of Wolverine. Giffen stories always have a sort of meta aspect to them. Mm-hmm. So. He's very self, self-aware. Yeah. Um, Although uh, Giffen also with a lot of these books does plotting, not dialogue. Like him, yes. him with uh, Dematis. Dematis does the... Dematis, I can never say it right. I'm so sorry. Uh, does the dialogue and Giffen does the plotting. And that's what happened here as well is that uh, Giffen actually does the plots and the breakdowns, whereas Alan Grant did the actual dialogue. Mm-hmm. Dr. So, Alan Grant. Dr. Alan Grant. Yep. It's the same guy. It's the mm-hmm. same guy. Yep. Dinosaurs and comic books. Yeah. So that's about what you need to know about Lobo. He's a giant space mercenary, uh, functionally immortal because neither heaven or hell will have him. Um, he can regenerate from like a drop of his own blood. Pretty cool. What happens if he, what happens if he bleeds? So if you read the JLI, the Justice League International, they claim don't hit him too hard because he can regenerate from each drop of blood. And I think they kind of drop that because that becomes a little too problematic. Right, yeah. wouldn't there be wouldn't there be millions of lobos by now? There's just be planets, but I guess nobody's got a shot on them. Wouldn't Very it if he like just shed his skin? Yeah. Wouldn't that let the, the cells in his skin regenerate? Well, maybe it needs to be a certain threshold. I don't know. Remember when they nuked Wolverine in Civil War and they literally dropped a bomb on him and he was nothing but a skeleton and he just regenerated? Yeah, that's dumb. That was dumb. That was too much. Um but yeah, there's Lobo. He's honor bound. Uh, so he, he is good to his word. That's how he got tricked into being in the JLA recently. He recently joined the Justice League. His daughter is part of Teen Titans. Is she, is she uh, also a, dro- a droplet of his blood? You know, I don't know. I'm assuming he is, she's a conventional Christian birth. Uh, so uh, uh, out your ass? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure out, it's yeah. not a Christian birth. It's a dolphin birth. Ooh, right. Ooh. You think he impregnated a dolphin. Right. And that's we, what she is. There's a lot of uh, books we read with characters who are in love with dolphins. I don't know what to make of that. All right, listeners, I want you to send me your uh, f- your fanfic and your fan art of Lobo impregnating a dolphin. Or a dolphin <laughs> giving birth to uh, Lobo's daughter. Yep, yep. Like, I want to see like Lobo like holding her hand and such during the Shh. during the birth. Yeah, very very tenderly. Yeah, mopping very tenderly. Brow. Yeah, yeah mopping a, her brow. He's yeah. a great father. He's a great father. Right. Or if you want to make me audio of what you think a dolphin birth would sound like. Mm-hmm. That's fine, too. Just send us crap. Yeah, send us crap, and I'll uh, repost it on the internet. That's about it. Lobo even had an R-rated web series in the early 2000s, back when that was a novelty. That was a I movie. remember when uh, there was a fan film of this comic book. Mm-hmm. Oh. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have read about that. That was pretty decent. It was pretty cool. They did a good yeah. job. Yeah, this one actually has a couple of follow-ups with, uh, there are a couple of follow-up one-shots with the authority, a crossover with the authority where it kind of finishes up the plot because this, this kind of ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger here. I just read the first issue of Superman and the Authority with your buddy Graham Morrison. With Graham Morrison, yeah, his final comic book work or his final superhero work anyway for a while. It's, it's pretty cool so far. Killing it, killing it. They're doing excited. it well, as Shay would say. I'm excited, yeah, as, as she says in most episodes. I like singing it. You do like singing it. That's why I didn't try. I didn't want, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself. Steal that spotlight, yeah. There's not a ton of plot here. (laughs) There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of just silly big splash pages. So basically there's sort of a wraparound story here, which is we're on some sort of alien planet that still celebrates Christmas because Christ is eternal and uh, uh, everywhere, omniscient. They haven't figured it out yet. They haven't figured out that Christ is Lord? (laughs) It looks like they figured it out. Listen, Finally. I really got a lot of sucking up to do. That's so a sign of that's that's a sign of an advanced culture is that they well, figured out they figured out Christ. I told James the other day, yes. God doesn't even see you because you weren't baptized. So. Right, right. Well, so you could you could be yeah. off all you want. I can do whatever I want, and then I I just get baptized right before I die. And when I get up there, I just go like, dude, it's I'm I'm sorry you lost my file. That's on you, buddy. You're, you're taking a risk because like if you're dying, you could die too soon before you get baptized, and That's then you don't make it. Or if you get baptized too early, now you're just sitting around waiting to die. Yeah, you can't, can't even do any be, sinning. You can't do any of the sinning that you've been doing your whole life that you've yep. been using to pass the time, and now you can't yep. do it. It and could be years after that. 
Yeah. And then he's watching, and now I got to get used to that, that I'm being watched now all of a sudden. God. Thank, hopefully you'll be an old man and you won't want to beat off anyway. God has a I'm, huge problem with people beating off. I can't wait for that day. I'm ta- having salt Peter smoothies every day. I'm going to be in front of God in judgment, and I'm going to be beaten off. and be like, you made it feel so good. Why'd you make it feel so good, Lord? I'm fapping in front of the Lord. All right, all right. Uh, Jacking it for the Lord is that what the South Park or South Park? South South Park. South Park did it. So it opens up with this uh, wraparound story of this couple that's essentially like Andy Cap and his wife. Yeah, but they're but in a much more extreme way. Yeah, and they have meth mouth. They have hardcore meth mouth. And on this planet, I guess, if kids don't get what they want for Christmas, they mm-hmm. destroy their parents. And this, so yeah. they have uh this guy just lost his job or got mm-hmm. fired rather, mm-hmm. and they have like ten kids. Mm-hmm. And so they're prepping to go just kill them. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is a lot like a Monty Python Terry Gillum cartoon. Hmm. Yeah. Like the plot and how it's how, how fucked up it looks. Yeah, the art I love this artwork. I realize it's kind of 90s, but I I just love this. It's we're, so, we're, we're, we're boomers. So of we course we'd like, we'd like 90s art. It looks like kind of that Ren and Stimpy art, you know. It's just it's just gross and detailed. It's great. I say it reminds me of uh, the the pre-Vertigo DC like for adults like comics yeah yeah the stuff that uh, that got retroactively added to vertigo later yeah yeah, yeah. good stuff yeah. um so yeah they're about to go murder their children so the children don't murder them right and uh but all of a sudden they uh hear a, a thump outside and they go see what it is and uh it's a book yeah but first she she's like uh, uh can i shoot that is can i help because she thinks it's one of the kids oh yeah, yeah. Murder, no I, I think maybe you just murder strangers on this planet Maybe it's the way you show that you oh, love so, someone. Oh, so it's Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, most of the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so this book arrives on their doorstep, and they decide to take a look at it because, you know, what else do they have to lose? You know? Yeah. They're speaking, anyway. of, speaking of Americans killing each other, I was watching uh, The Forever Purge, and I was thinking to myself, yeah, that's going to happen here now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're gearing up. I'm printing up the posters for The Purge. Like, come on now. Like, it's I'm, yep. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen now. I'm renting, out, I'm putting my apartment on a Airbnb for people who are coming by for the purge. That's the Dogecoin of Armageddon's. Yes. In that it's uh, falsely inflated and it probably won't happen. No, that's like, uh, it's like a meme that turned oh, into a thing. Oh, meme purge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so they open this book up and uh, the book basically says, uh, hey, uh, if you can't afford Christmas, why don't you just read this book to your children? It guarantees that the children will not want to celebrate Christmas after the fact. Why not? There's a really weird looking uh, snowman in mm-hmm. the flyer or that's inside the book or the first mm-hmm. page or whatever. And mm-hmm. it lo- and I really hope Lobo drew that. There's nothing he can't do. He's like uh, what, Charlie Bronson, the, the famous British prisoner who had an art career inside. Oh, yeah. Famously played by uh, Tom, Tom, not Tom Jones, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Tom Hardy. I, I, uh, I'm sure this is no surprise. I love that movie. That is a great movie. And, uh, I mean, his dick is really out in that movie. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, he's not shy. He is not shy, and he has no reason to be. I'm not gonna. I'm not showing my penis on a movie. Fuck no. Unless it's a Phantom Lady production, then I guess you know. If, then if it's, it's out. I mean, yeah. also at this point, though, you're not getting offered money. I think you might feel different if you got offered the money. Yeah, yeah right. you know what, Shay? You bring up a good point. I tend to do a lot of stupid shit for money. Yeah, yeah, it's called capitalism. Yeah, it's and if somebody was like, Thank "I'll you, give James. you three hundred fifty thousand dollars if you pull your dick out on camera," wow, they could have they, they could have lowered that. Yeah, they could cut it off for that amount of money. God, I'll get another one. No, oh God. I mean, how much does a reattachment surgery cost? I don't want to be maimed. Uh, I don't even want to take the I risk. Guess reach out to uh, Bobbit. He lost his, yeah. He lost and they got it reattached and then became Bur- a porn star. It can't, I can't imagine it's the same. It worked in a porn movie. Oh, my gosh. I think he'd like, uh, what if he like, cho- what if she chopped it off and he didn't even wake up? Like he's like, he slept Well, he would have bled to death then. And he woke up. Or not up. bled to death maybe, but. Or what if she shot it off with a pistol? It would have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if someone had stepped on it when they were looking for it? Oh, God, I found it. Do you think it would feel it even though it wasn't attached? It's Yeah, right? He, I think I would. I would feel someone it. Someone just stepped on my balls. Me, me and mine are tight. Like, I would know. Not your balls. 
Then she left him his balls. Yeah, it was just the dick. That's, uh, that's nice. That's that's that's, uh, that's less catastrophic than I thought, but even still, it really makes it easier to figure out where to reapply it if the balls are still there as like a marker. You think he screamed off? Just just screamed, just screamed off because we're talking about dicks. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> you think he screamed? Put like uh, put me out of my misery or kill me? I think uh, she was gone by then. Finish the job, you coward. You think it took him a couple seconds to realize what had happened? Because if I she wasn't there. I think I would have denied it for a second. No, I mean, that, I think that she just did didn't it in happen. sleep, right? I think so, yeah. Oh I mean, obviously, I woke up. It, like, it always looked like that, didn't it? It was, it was always like that, right? There's no way. There's what if no they way. A, I'm sure they didn't, but what if they had a good relationship up until then? Like she no, just he beat did the it. shit out of her. I, I said hypothetically. Like, mm-hmm. what if that was the, the, the what happened? And you're just some dude with your girl, and you wake up and she chops your dick off. It's just fetishism going a little too far. I guess wow. that's the risk you take being around any human being. They might cut no. your dick off. I'm so glad I don't have to be around human beings and they're going to be cutting my dicks off. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're looking at it. They're eyeing it. That's what all I those got, gang stalkers are about. I got to have a. Uh, I got to have some decoy dicks. Yeah. <laughs> just leave them around the house. Right, okay. Uh, all right. Someone, someone shows up, just starts chopping at it. I go, ha ha, the decoy worked. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So they're debating reading the book before they bring the kids down, but they realize if the book doesn't work and the kids are there, then the kids are going to kill them, so they have to read the book first. Right. right? And uh, then we open up with this badass picture of Lobo. Who's yeah, very cute in his, in his little jacket. Yeah, in his little jacket with his sideways belt like uh, one of the Catwomans from Adam West Batman. You think the skull is to tell ladies that he has an STI? Well, yeah, he's he's not inconsiderate. He's gonna let them know. Like this, what that belt means? You have a skull above, yep. right, right on your dick. It's like he's yeah. got like his zipper is like teeth, like actual teeth that zip up and down. It's or is it a warning that he's gonna pound it out so hard they might die? Oh, well, I guess that's just the risk you take when you get in bed with the bow. Right, he ain't wearing. Maybe condoms. he just wants it to look like the skull no. is sticking his tongue out when he takes off his pants. Oh, you know what, Shay? That's probably what's that's going probably on. Yeah, that's probably it. He looks great though. He's got a dog hanging out with him. And that's from a mm-hmm. previous comic. Yep, not. I also dog, have just a dog that hangs around. He yep. doesn't like it being referred to as his dog. Right, it just started following him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how I. That's how I deal with uh, things that want to show me affection as well. Yeah, yeah. You can hang around if you want, but I'm not going to buy you dinner. I can't be vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep my shell up. Want to why? Because they might cut my dick off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Lobo's entering a bar because he's got a meeting with someone in the back of the in the back of the establishment there. Mm-hmm. And who is it? It's a drunk Easter bunny. It's a drunken Easter bunny. I love this guy. And yeah. uh, he he wants to hire Lobo to kill Santa Claus on behalf of the other holiday mascots. It's a lot of leering. Well, yeah, why well, you got to leer. Like it would have been it would be great if this story just ended cuz uh, the dog just killed the rabbit. Well, no. it's very close to happening, but Lobo's not going to let that happen because uh, he wants to get paid. I got uh, one of the things about Lobo is he thinks it's really cool to have a lot of uh, uh, Nazi symbolism on his outfit. Yeah, yeah. I noticed yeah. that too. Yeah, he's Lemmy. Yeah, he's Lemmy. You know, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, you know what? Yeah, Lemmy did that, too. He that was problematic. Very, he looks very Lemmy. Lemmy unapologetically did it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, these, this all looks really cool. Yeah, I just like history. God well, you damn know who it. else just who else just thought Nazi uniforms looked cool? Was uh was it Ace Freely or was it Peter Chris or not Peter Chris? Oh right, Ace, right. Ace Freely. David Bowie. Da- probably David Bowie. Yeah, but he went we, through uh, a, a phase. There you go. As as we learned in our Kiss episode a while back, uh, I can't remember if it was Ace Freely or uh, the other one actually defended Nazi uniforms because they said they looked the coolest. Didn't they prank? Someone in the band? Yeah, they walked into, uh, they burst into Gene Simmons's uh, hotel room dressed as Nazis demanding to see his papers. Oh, my God. Yeah, and Gene Simmons not only a Jew, his mother was a survivor. Oh, my God. Who's That's they? A... Who, who's they that did the prank? You just said uh, they. The rest was, of Kiss, I imagine. I think it was Ace Freely, because I think Peter Chris might be Jewish. One of the other ones besides Gene Simmons is also Jewish, so it was Ace Freely and who was the fourth guy that I'm not remembering? Paul yeah, Stanley. P- Paul Stanley, yeah, the I singer. I think it might have been, yeah, Ace Freely and Paul Stanley bursting in in Nazi uniforms. That was a bad taste. Or maybe they were just cosplaying Lobo. Right. Maybe oh, that's what that's what it was. One of them was no. Lobo and one of them was Lemmy. Well, no, because this was definitely before 83. No, that's why it's a joke. Or it was during 83 because the kids have been a band this entire time. And they are dressed more like traditional Lobo. 
Yeah, mm. they did take off the makeup, and they're like, well, what are we going to wear instead? I know, Nazi uniforms. <laughs> it's the only two things we know how to wear. They did, they did, one, they did one night. Yep. <laughs> we do, we can do spaceman spandex or Nazi uniforms, and those are our only options. Like we gotta look at the Motley Crue. They're a little, you know, a little. Uh, they're a little queer and they're Satanists. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta do something to keep up with that to have a, a bad boy image. Like I know mm-hmm. we can get out these old Nazi costumes they used during that prank that went wrong, but it's gonna <laughs> go right this time. <laughs> and they made Gene Simmons do it. And he goes, "Well, I'm willing to try anything for money." Yeah, and they brought his mom on stage that night. Right. She was Hitler. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, the Easter Bunny represents a bunch of other mascots who want to uh, kill off Santa because Santa's been hogging all the glory. He's the he's the best mascot of all when it comes to these holidays. And uh, Lobo always looks cool in every panel. Yeah, he does. You know, he thinks about that. He practices in the mirror. He's more Wolverine than Wolverine could ever be. Mm hmm. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, he agrees for an undisclosed amount of money. He just says top dollar. And, uh, here he's played by uh, Jason Momoa. Well, that was the fan casting a while ago. Mm-hmm. Right, who else are you going to pick uh, after Jason Momoa, though? I don't. You're going to have to go with nobody. Sylvester. Nobody. Yeah, he would have been a good fit. He would have been. Dude, that would have been it. That's the only one. I'm sure there are some other big buffy dudes. What about we'll uh, who plays Drax? What's that guy's name? Oh, Dave, Dave Batista. He would no. be yeah. a terrible Lobo. He doesn't want to take his shirt off anymore because he's like 50 and he's like, this last Guardians of the Galaxy movie is the last time I'm taking my shirt off for a movie. Dude, he still oh. looks incredible. I'm sure he does. I think he'd make a good Lobo. Well, he wants to be, he's wanted to be Bane for like 10 years. He's too old to be both. He's too old. Yeah. And I think he knows that now. I'm just saying. Like, he's like 60. He needs to chill. <laughs> well, I think he's, I think he's like 49, but yeah. I was about to say, you guys, every time you seem to talk about him, he goes up another decade. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's too old to be playing Bane, that's for sure. Yeah, he's like 70. Yeah. (laughs) Old man Bane. So anyway. All right, right, show's over. All right. (laughs) Then we actually get to see the space dolphins for just a second. We did. Yeah, it's nice. And they're just hanging out uh, as ambience while... uh, while Lobo's listening to some Enya and getting his guns together. He's Mm -hmm. listening to Motorhead nonstop. Yeah. What if he, he takes hates his metal? Candlelight bath and no, yeah. he doesn't. What if Lobo hates metal? What if he just thinks it's super lame? Well, grew out of it. Motorhead's more traditionally a rock and roll group. Well, you know what I mean. Any sort of hard rock that he's Lobo a, would traditionally be associated with. Maybe he's he, not into he, it. He loves Limp Biscuit. Maybe he just listens well, to Bad Company by Bad Company over and over. That's a great song. Great. He's album. Li- he's riding on his motorcycle and he's listening to Roland on repeat. I mean, is he me? Is he me most days of my life? I wouldn't cast you for Lobo. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good idea. I don't know that's who you cast me as. I want Jason Momoa to play uh, Lobo and Aquaman, and I want them to fight each other in a movie. Well, you know, with the rate that the actors are being picked up for these comic book movies, eventually someone's going to have to play two roles in the same universe. Right, and I'm all for it. Well, Steve Agee technically is. He's playing both King Shark and just some dude in Suicide Squad. Uh, that doesn't count. Uh, no, but we're getting close. We're getting closer. Now we're going to get... Uh... Alan Tudyk has played a couple different people in the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. Did they do that? The the They had a bunch of different Supermans in one of the the wb shows yeah crisis yeah in crisis yeah that's a boomer that was a boomer reference wb what's it called now cw cw yeah you're gonna watch some homeboys in outer space oh that was upn network uh, that was upn you're even bigger bigger then they combine you're you're an even bigger boomer i super boomered i I remember watching the first episode of wwf smackdown on upn oh god that's how boomery i am that is very boomy that's sonic boom and i was excited because we didn't have cable growing up so this is like the i could finally watch wrestling so anyway uh it turns out that santa is a brutal dictator and uh the whole christmas thing is just a once a year charity splurge to keep his public image looking good yep yeah and a lot, lots of excellent symbolism about our about our society in this book and, yeah. yeah so so chris kringle has a whole bunch of like human rights violations mm-hmm they're not but humans, not, they're elves. Yeah, he's not human. He's not on Earth. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? I yeah. mean, maybe he's on Earth. Who knows? I guess it's not specified. This could maybe be Maybe he's human. I will yeah. say they had a hard time for a long time making Lobo exist with the other DC characters. And they finally kind of got it working. But for a long time, he was just so outlandish that they just looked like, yeah, he's on his own, his own universe. I mean, Deadpool's like that, too. Yeah, but they have... So they, him and Ambush Bug just hung out? Or, yeah. uh, or was it Squirrel Girl? That's an... That's that's is Marvel. That, is that continuity in Marvel? Yeah, everything. Yeah, well, that's Marvel's thing is, aside from New Universe, everything with Marvel is the same continuity. Yeah. 
But a lot of Squirrel Girl's stuff is that she's apparently super powerful, but they always reference it off screen or it already happened or something. Like, I guess in that universe, she beat Doctor Doom or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Great. That's some so, excellent. But cool. I, I did just mention Ambush Bug, who's another absolutely ridiculous DC character, mm-hmm. also created by Keith Giffen. Another character that uh, I could not wrap my mind around as a kid, because I had some Ambush Bug comics when I was like seven years old, eight years old. No idea what the hell I was looking at. Still probably to this day, if I were to go back and read him, I wouldn't understand. But I put love on, that character. Put it on the list. I love that character because they like never, there's no clarity on whether or not he's wearing a costume or if that's just his skin. Like it's just, everything's just left up uh, up in the air, completely mm-hmm. ambiguous. So it's like fun. the tick. Yeah, it's very much like the tick actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, Lobo quickly infiltrates uh, Santa's uh, fortress, killing innocent elves because he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, blows his way in, takes the dog along with him, and we see his testicles. And, and, and his, his, and his butthole. And, and his yeah. butthole. Yeah. All right, we're going to zoom in on that for Twitter. <laughs> yep, 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 there's no profile picture. Yep, and that's everyone. how your Twitter gets shut down. Uh, uh, I can show all the pornographic images I want on Twitter. Yeah, especially female pornographic. You can't show, well, I guess you can't, you can show a male dog's balls, but not a male man's balls. Hey, anytime someone sends me smut, like I. What I, if it's re- not I a male man? What if it's another kind of job? All right, all right, that's fine. Yeah, what if he's that's a forklift fine. operator? That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's not funny. That's not funny. Now, if you get, if anyone sends these smut, I'll I'll retweet it. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> let's lose the followers we have. Let's get our Twitter shut down and lose the. I'm not the, trying the, to the lose followers. I'm trying to gain new followers. All right, all right. Well, you're not going to gain what's his name, the the Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. You're not going to gain him as a follower. He's all about it. He's into he, this. He just married Riley Reed. Normally, I'm pretty against the porno, but something about this Dark Side's Couch Twitter. I just retweeted it. I didn't make it. Chill. <laughs> this is a very Trumpian response. I'm just posting things. I, I, I did admire Trump for, for just talking his way out of anything. <laughs> for refusing to accept accountability for anything? Like yeah, he just gaslights. He gaslights so much, the, the gas he's using should be considered a war crime. Fair. Uh, so then we see the factory floor where the elves work. They're making Batman toys. Yep. robots and such so cool. th- so in universe mm-hmm. are they making batman toys in batman comics well keep in mind though this is a story within the story i'm asking the batman aficionados oh like in in the main dc universe yeah they making they... To- are they making toys about them and sell i them? believe absolutely yeah yeah they didn't in, in, even in the movies in shazam there were batman toys wow how do they know what he looks like i mean i think it's an, an estimation He's been around long enough that they've gotten enough random pictures they can kind of guesstimate what it looks like. It's a white guy in a costume. Yeah, a guy in a bat costume. Like, how many different ways can you do that? I guess. A, 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 a variety. It's not like the doll. You can take off the mask and you and then, like, it's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's, yeah. like, how they advertise it. You can take off the mask <laughs> and it's Bruce Wayne. Secrets <laughs> Bruce, revealed. Bruce Wayne's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> they found out in toy form. Why did I buy that toy company? Hal Jordan calls him like, bro, you got out, you got outed oh, by a toy company. Fucked up, bro. Was it even a supervillain? Like, do they own it? He goes, nobody weird owns it, dude. They just no. figured it out and put it on a toy. Dude, like, I appointed what, that guy. He goes, don't you think it'd be more money if they just sold it to like a news network? Like, they're trying to sell toys. I'm ruined. It was probably right around Black Friday. And then, and because he'll be ruined, those toys will be worth a damn anymore. Why would they? Do? They just derailed oh, everything. They sunk themselves there. Interesting. Well, that's an intriguing story. Should get right working on that. I'm going to edit this out so we can write that story. All right. So Lobo comes in and uh, he has no compunction about killing all of these elves. No. And the elves proceed to then na- note that he is the naughtiest one. Seems so they, right. they've been expecting him. He's the naughtiest. Fetal's giz. We were thinking of other swears that he says. He says fetal's giz a lot. Which the... Um, the wraparound story, they also use frag and bastiches and, and everything. In some panels, Lobo looks like a monster. In some some panels, he looks like a handsome male model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to get his right side. That's mm-hmm. what all women want. They want a model-looking dude who also looks ferocious. Yeah. Get you a man who can do both. That's right. Like mm-hmm. uh, like Jason Momoa. Yeah, <laughs> he can do both. With that fucked up eyebrow that he got in a yeah, fight or something. Yeah, he got, he got, he got it in a fight. fight. Yeah. Someone yeah. cut him with a bottle. And you know they could have fixed it. Like, you could have put, uh, like, a, some fake hair in there, but he said no. No, his Wait wife, it. who was uh, Denise on the Cosby show, told him, don't do it. He'll look badass. And Lisa Bonet. Yep. And he went and tatted up his whole body, and they not only didn't cover it up for Aquaman, they just made that Aquaman's look. 
That's yeah. just what he looks like now. He's just a tatted up guy. I thought he didn't have, doesn't have any tattoos in real life. No, those are Jason Momoa's actual tattoos. The, the ones from Aquaman? That's yeah. incorrect. No, that look, is not incorrect. Look it up. All right. Look All right. it Jason up. Momoa. Jason Momoa, topless. As if there's any Jason Momoa pictures where he's not topless. You're going to get a bunch of Aquamans, though. All right, so we got to figure out what year. Now, not all of them. I'm not saying all of them, but like this? Uh, I thought you meant all the Aquaman ones. I, Aquaman, I thought you meant like all that. No, that's, I'm sorry. I'm that's, sorry. You're right. That's, that's pretty extreme. It's not all of them, but they did take his ta- his pre-existing tattoos and built Aquaman's tattoos around that mm-hmm. and then just adopted that canonically. So Yeah, why would Aquaman have an eyebrow scour? Because he got he, but he fights. Yeah. That was he a lot harder. Fights to st- in the opening of the yeah the Aquaman movie, he grew up on land. That's uh that was harder to say than I thought it was going to be. Eyebrow yeah. scar. Most things are on this show. Eyebrow That's what for eyebrow scar. Abashka. <laughs> That's what I almost said. I almost did that. I course corrected. I managed to save it. So uh, Lobo confronts all these elves, and all they've got is pop guns. It's hilarious. And yep. he's uh. So then he slaughters them. Mm-hmm. Look at that male model time. Look at God that. Damn, Jace, look at that. Jason Momoa looking good. He never loses his light. He knows exactly where the camera is. God damn. I want Jason Momoa. <laughs> All right. That is funny. Gonna he's going to he's going to make me Jason Momona. Jesus. Look at that. Look at that. Look at Sex V on Lobo. He has got... Are you going to give him a low blow? <laughs> well, now that's not okay. That's not that. the kind of humor we uh, do like on that. this show. Um, yeah, he's got the. I'm not going to use the term that Shay likes to use for his ab definition. What's the term? Cum gutters. Cum gutters. He yeah. does have intense cum uh, gutters, and I would gross. love to use those gutters for coming. Yes. And they drip down to his balls and tickle him. Right, but I'm going to get down there in time to catch it in my mouth. Fuck it, eh? His weird albino so gonna, alien dick. Yeah, I'm a snowball, snowball myself. Yourself? Yeah, wow. on, on Lobo on Lobo's abs. It's gonna have his fucking taint stink on him. You're gonna have a crazy birthday this year. <laughs> All right, nice. Is that like a normal thing people do on their birthdays? <laughs> like, what are you saying, Jay? Well, it's birthday is a special time. You do things you wouldn't necessarily do the rest of the year. I always work. I've never sucked my own jizz off a man ever. Yeah, because you love capitalism. Let alone well, on my birthday. This is the year to start, I guess. Right, because there's only 10 left before the wobble. <laughs> yeah, the moon wobble. When the moon wobbles out of place. That's why Jeff Bezos got to get up there, straighten it out. God. Right, that's why he went rocket. up there. Though. He, went to, he went for a fact-finding mission. He yep. yep. went up in a rocket shaped like Lobo's penis and the size of Lobo's penis. It may have been Lobo's penis. Yeah, he may have just gone up in Lobo's penis. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Bezos like wouldn't let the astronauts going up with him have bathroom breaks, and they had a fish, and they had efficiency watches on. When I that- saw a lot of jokes saying that, uh, yeah, he spent five minutes up there, or uh, an, uh, or if you work in an Amazon warehouse, your daily allotted break. There was a. Uh, I told Shay about this. There was a. They've added these like Zen booths to Amazon warehouses and it's just like a booth that you go into that's like a porta potty and inside it's just got like pictures of clouds that you're supposed to look at to like get yourself grounded in zen rather than you know having livable working conditions you know if that was happening in cuba they would uh, try to bomb cuba yeah 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 we'd have an issue with that i like like everyone's complaining about stuff about other countries and how they're doing fucked up shit how is that not considered a crime against humanity I mean, they're getting some pressure. It's not happening fast enough or hard enough, but there is definitely some percolating uh, interest about reforming that. I think that's the new model, like the Lay's potato chip thing that just happened where the worker died. I think that's going to be standard. It's just going to keep happening until it's normalized. Yeah, I think every corporation is going to start doing shit like that. They're going to work us to death for no money. Well, but weren't we just talking about how it's kind of the other way around and workers are refusing to work because the conditions suck? Yeah, but there's no... So you need to have a lot of infrastructure for massive strikes to to play out. You need food. You need money. You you need an organization to keep this all going because like people are going to get desperate, and the corporations can definitely afford to wait everybody out. They can they can hold out, but you're seeing a bunch of companies that have been raising their minimum wage. I just read an article that Chipotle uh, is having a lot more interest from people wanting to work there now because they raised their minimum wage. Yeah, for now. 
till the till till we have twenty years of Amazon work don't, ethics. Don't worry, there's going to be another pandemic in a couple of years, and we'll start it again. I'm just waiting for that wobble. Yeah, pandemic or bubble or terrorist yeah. or come something. on, wobble. It's going to yeah. be that going to be that kick-ass wobble. It's going to. I'm, I'm going to buy some. Uh, I'm going to buy some land mm-hmm. in the state next to the coast states and get me some beachfront property. Oh, okay. All right, just watch the wobble. All right. What was that like? Like Utah? Fuck yeah. 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 Speaking of wobbling, so Lobo starts shooting people in the head, and man, their eyes are all over the place wibble wobbling. This looks great. He, it does. I, they just went all out with uh, exploding brains. There's there's gray matter everywhere, eyes exploding. It looks fantastic. I if love it was a, if it was a laser beam, it wouldn't have uh, this kind of like impact like a bullet. So what I think that Lobo is shooting out mm-hmm. of his gun, he's he's firing like metal rods at high speeds oh and they're super hot that's why they're yes yeah he's shooting them at the speed of sound wow whatever the speed of light and it's just obliterating their heads that would make more sense because a laser would like as a laser would like disintegrate them yeah yeah we have several pages of just intestines falling out and everything Uh, i thought he was just shooting bullets and look there's rounds yeah he is he is shooting bullets okay they just, uh, they, just, they just drew like G.I. Joe so they can yeah. say, no, they're lasers. They're not bullets. Yeah, so this might be lasers. my favorite panel here. Because uh, dog is eating an arm? No, not that panel. The one below it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the so they have the onomatopoeia there or whatever. And it says frag, frag. And then off to the side, it just says and frag again. Oh, wow. And I just I think that's that. great. Yeah. Fragging in every direction. But but they're not saying frag. Like That's the sound of the bullets. Yeah. It's the onomatopoeia. Yeah. That's it's why like I the, said it's, on it's like the the quack sounds from that tag. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's a deep cut. Yeah yeah. Not for uh, me because I'm a boomer. What was that? There's the end of that Spectre comic book. If you go back and read our Spectre, listen to our Spectre episode from about 20, 30 episodes ago. Jeez. Yeah wow. I know. <laughs> Don't they pile up? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, so then we get a l- dog gets a little bit of a spotlight where he kills an elf, no remorse. Mm-hmm. And then look him. how proud he is. He's very proud of it. It's Think like the, when the dog uh, gets the squeaker out of the toy. Yep. <laughs> and we got a big splash page with uh, Lobo just walking over a mound of elf corpses. Right, and they, they're the ones who needed to be liberated from the cruel Santa Claus. Well, like I said, he didn't care. They were in his way. Yep. Yeah, yep. He's not doing it because it's right. He's doing it because he's paid to do it. He is not a moral person, and he has no qualms with killing anyone innocent. He must uh, work for uh, Blackwater. Yes, yes, he killed Kennedy. Right, uh, he's kind of the comedian too. Yeah, and he did it with an actual magic bullet, though. Oh yeah, he, right. He actually had one. Uh, so then he uh, starts making his way through headquarters, and uh, he finds Santa Claus's inner chamber. Santa is living very luxuriously, and he finds Mike on a date, hanging out at Santa Claus's inner chamber. No, because uh, you said his headquarters. Oh, ah! Uh, wow, you really got to know the lore of the show at this point to yeah. enjoy this. Throwback. Mike's doing a bunch of references. <laughs> More, uh, you got to be a bigger fan than I am of this fucking show. And then we finally get to see the big man here. Right, mm-hmm. and he's got a he's got a gorilla. How many episodes in a row is this? This is a, this is a secret episode of Gorilla Talk. Yeah. So Santa Claus is here with a big stogie and his right arm gorilla, which is a gorilla mm-hmm. named Kong. Yeah. Nang Kong. He looks more like a, like a black orangutan than a yeah, gorilla. Yeah, but he's but he's huge though. Yeah. So orangutans don't necessarily get that big, I don't think. And yep. Santa kind of looks like a Lord of the Rings uh, dwarf. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or, uh, or uh, you know, a Tolkien dwarf. All yeah. the monkey does is make a drink. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All well, that build up. All that gorilla build up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like it when they build up the gorilla, and uh, I don't get any good gorilla release. Right, I want him to wear a rubber mask and run around and do shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like getting blue balled by a gorilla. When chimps attack people, they rip your dick off. Oh yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Is he do. in trouble? Uh, he's always in trouble. He actually, uh, I just, I just read the other day. Mark, Mark Marin was on the Tom Segura show, and uh, he uh, told Tom Segura, "You're one, not one of those guys who took up residence in Joe Rogan's ass." Yeah, and so, Tom Segura for sure did. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's like kind of gross when he goes on. A lot of Rogan's close friends, like when they go on the show now, it's kind of gross because it seems mm-hmm. like they're all just kind of kissing his ass. It's yeah, upsetting. That is gross. That is gross. Well, not Mark Marin. 
Anyway, so they confront Santa, and Santa says, "So you're just gonna you're just gonna kill an old fat man just sitting here, or why don't we uh, do this old school with some with some shivs?" Right, and uh, Santa is like like smoking a stogie, but it's like causing it to go nuclear. There's like a there's like a torch shooting out of it as he's smoking it so intensely. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Santa's gonna smoke the good stuff. And there's another good shot of that dog's balls. Yep, and then we see uh, that uh, Santa has an elf cloning machine. So, I guess those weren't real elves. Yeah, I guess it kind of absolves that a little. Yeah. Well, we definitely want to see Lobo in a heroic light, so that helps. And Lobo was pretty badass in the Injustice video game. He was on, wasn't he on Krypton? He was on Krypton. He was, and, and, it was, and that's what killed the show, in my opinion. No, it was, a, I actually thought they did a decent job considering the fact that it was a TV budget and they couldn't find like a 300-pound 6'7 guy. Then they shouldn't have done it. No, that I thought was, they did That a- was done for ratings and it ended up tanking the show. That is not what killed the show, but I actually, I thought they did a pretty decent job with that Lobo. He was an asshole. Uh, they had some fun parts where they, uh, a force field chopped his head off or his arm off or whatever. And so the head is still just taunting them as, as the body begins to regenerate. It was fun. I thought season, it was fun. Season one of that show was pretty good. And then season two was just feel, like hot fucking garbage. I feel absolutely the other way around. Season one was boring. I and didn't then, care about then, the and sun then, parade. And the network agreed with me. <laughs> yeah, because like, TV networks always make the right choice, always make the right call. No, like there, are, uh, there, are, there are better shows that got canceled. No, season one, we spent so much time with boring ass characters I did not care about talking about a parade. There's oh, so much of that first season spent talking about a parade. All the Zoomers are calling us boomers because we're talking about Krypton. Like, it's a three year old show. What the heck is that? Bunch of boomers talking about. Why are you just ignoring about? millennials, Mike? There's no such thing as millennials anymore. It's true. all boomers. It's, it's boomers or not. That's all. Yeah, you're, that's Two right. Buckets. Right. Anyway. Some of the some of the Gen Zs are are boomers. Yeah, I know a few Gen Z boomers. I mean, I don't, but I want to fit in, so I'm saying I do. Yeah, thank you, James, for yeah. lying to, yep. to, to prove my point. With lying me. makes the world go round, makes the moon wobble. <laughs> uh, uh, thank God. You know who would have been a great Lobo? Hmm. He's too old now, but Danny Trejo. Oh yeah, he yeah, kind of was years lo- ago. The Machete movies are kind of Lobo movies. They are. Some somebody could definitely go back in and just paint him white, and, right? and make it a Lobo movie. That could absolutely be done. Well, I was talking earlier about painting this Lobo white. Yeah. All right. No, that's definitely not a question. Stop it. Get some help. We don't say like that. his forearms. Those aren't his veins. Those are the webbing of my jizz. That's just Mike's dried cum stains. It says, no, it's still dripping down his arm. Look at oh, that okay. webbing right. out. I will say it looks great though. All right, and he just sticks his forearm by his face and licks it off. Yeah. Or he, or he, or he smashes Santa in the face with it and rubs my jism <laughs> all over Santa's face. And gives him pink eye? Gives him some uh, kind of eye, that's for sure. Yeah, so they get in a pretty brutal brawl, and Santa's holding his own. He's doing okay. Uh, but then Lobo punches his eye out. All right, and then Santa yeah. Claus yells out, Die, you naughty bastard. Yeah. Hilarious. So this, if you didn't know better, you would assume this would have gone down a lot more PG than it did. Like, this Why? is super, because you would think that it would be a kind of thing where, uh, you know, it's not going to end in a brutal fight. They're not going to do that with Santa Claus, and they're not going to make Lobo look that evil. So what they would do is, you know, they'll team up, and they'll go find the Easter Bunny or something like that. But no, it's it's a brutal fight to the death between these two guys. There is a, a warning, a, gra- a content there warning, is. the cover is. of the issue. This is suggested for mature fragging audiences. Here we can see that Lobo is, an, is, a, is a serious smoker and coffee drinker. Yes, he is. His teeth are pretty yellow, but I've heard that your Ugh. teeth are supposed to be yellow. This you whole know who says that? Thing. Well, says that? it's also Fuck. in the comparison to white, like right. pale, pale white. So naturally mm-hmm. they would look yellow. Who says that? Coffee drinkers? I, yeah, coffee drinkers and smokers, just, they're just saying that because they can keep drinking coffee and smoking because right. they got no goddamn willpower. I'm no dentist. What do I know? So Lobo wins the fight. Hooray. He, yeah, by cutting off Santa's head. Decapitate right. Santa, yep. as we've all wanted to do at some point in our lives. Every our day, every yep. day. Uh, and so then he decides to go uh, just storming through Santa's house and seeing what kind of cool shit he has. And part, one of the things he has is he has a closet full of sex toys, uh, a bondage outfit, and a blow-up doll. Yeah, because he might be sexually assaulting the elves. I couldn't yep. quite figure that out. Yeah, which he he, yeah. The elf, he dressed these uh, elves up in their, in their se- the sexy mm-hmm. lingerie, and he fucked them. Lobo not too concerned about avenging this. Doesn't well, he care. Already, well, he already killed all the elves. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. and then he killed Santa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this he leaves just, the this. penguins and the monkey. And they finds David Carradine also hanging in that closet. 
All right. That was in bad Too taste. Soon. Yeah, it was in very Too soon? Taste. Come on. That was 30 years ago. <laughs> yes, that was before any of us were born. It was not 30 years ago. It may not even happen. I'm not even sure that he was a real person. Pretty sure. All right. So then uh, Lobo finds the coveted naughty and nice lists, and he reasons that uh, the nice people are prey, potential victims, so he needs to kill them, and the naughty mm-hmm. people are potential threats, so he needs to kill them. Notice how since he, he that Lobo only kills humans and human-like beings because he killed all the elves, he killed Santa, but mm-hmm. the penguins and the gorilla are still he alive. He likes animals. He yeah, likes mammals. And yeah. he like and he has that dolphin sanctuary. Yeah, he loves those dolphins. All right, um, so Lobo's not a bad guy. Yeah, he's just misunderstood. He may be the greatest hero of all. It's okay that I'm having sex with him. Yeah, it's okay that he dresses like a Nazi and you have sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's wait no. That's actually in that Lonely Island song, right? That's an actual lyric in the "I Just Had Sex" song. Oh, is it really dressed? Yeah, like it's a an Nazi? actual address. Yeah, I think she was a Nazi, and wow, then they say canceled? still counts. I think uh, I think I brought, I think I made a joke recently on the show about having sex with a Nazi. Oh wow, we're gonna have to cancel the Lonely Island. We're gonna have to cancel Mike. Oh dude, they're gonna get they're gonna get me good, and yeah. I'm gonna deserve it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Lobo decides to use this information and Santa's technology, as well as the monkeys and the uh, penguins and everything, to uh, load up Santa's sleigh with bombs. Yep, to kill everyone. I yep. really, uh, this Lobo guy's spitting. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he goes to see uh, Rudolph uh, to ask Rudolph to lead the, the sleigh. Rudolph refuses to do it because Lobo's so uh, naughty, and so he kills Rudolph. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's how that ends. And then uh, they decide to get on the sleigh. Yep. And uh, Lobo uh, renames the reindeers Fragger, Bastich, uh, Scuzzball. And then he ran out of things. He's not the most creative guy. Not so not, much. He can't I don't know. He, uh, what he's doing right now is pretty creative. Yeah. Well, so he uses uh, Santa's GPS because Santa has Siri on his sleigh. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes and uh, he starts making his way through the world, dropping bombs everywhere. And, on uh, everyone. And everyone and uh, one of the and one of the reindeers turns to the other reindeer and just goes, "This is super based." Yeah, it is with a gorilla in the back of the sleigh, just right. one arming missiles. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, we didn't talk about too. The penguins end up sticking with him because they decide they want to be evil. Yeah, the penguins well, not evil. If, if, if humans die, Bad, then yeah. then cl- then that, then they'll stop or slow down climate change. So then the North and South Pole will be cold again, so they can live there. It's in their best mm-hmm. interest if humans die. Yeah, that's true. And that's how the story within a story ends. And then we flash over to uh, what is us reading this book, yes. calling it a literary masterpiece. Yes. So the the ugly, weird couple mm-hmm. is like, oh, my God, this is going to work perfectly. And then the wife says, well, hold on. Let's get to the last page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And psych. And I, I don't really understand what happened here, but it says this. The last page says this book good for only one read. Gotcha, sucker. And then it, it poofs out of existence. And now they got to fight the children. Yep. Yep. And so that's basically how it ends. The guy goes upstairs to murder his children and Lobo and dog give us the finger. Yep. Yep. That's it. What we've all deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Mass bombings and middle fingers. I mean, they warned us that the finger was going to show up on the cover. Uh, Middle fingers used to be a big deal till Steve Austin showed up. Yeah. Used to go to jail for that. Yeah. They used to to censor it on television. Yeah. Now they're doing it on Friends. What do we think? All right. Do you all still right. think Friends is on? Isn't it? You, you may have outboomered all of us now. Yeah, you may have just super boomed. You know, I've never right. watched a, a beginning to end episode of Friends. Oh, you're trying to get out. You're trying to dig out of that hole. I don't think I have. Mm. Friends is actually super problematic. If you watch it uh, with a 2021 lens, they say a lot of uh, not acceptable stuff. A lot of hard R's. Yeah. No, is there's it, a you, lot of. Uh, do you think there's a compilation on Facebook of all the hard R's? On uh, friends, not specifically hard R's, but problematic stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of fat shaming. Uh, we still like, do that. No black people to be seen. Didn't want them on the set. Didn't uh, want them on the set like it was yeah. a rule. That's not true. Eventually, at, in one of the later seasons, uh, one of them dates Aisha Tyler. Oh, they brought, they brought they must, ratings. Yeah, they they heard and they're they're like, uh oh, people are think yeah. we're racist. Yeah, since we yeah. purposely excluded black people. But yeah, it was people. super white. It was yeah. super super white. Fuck friends. That's that that show sucks. I don't care what anyone says. And and Frasier too. 
Frazier, nah, Frazier's all right. He's an elitist and a piece of shit. He is an elitist and a piece Fuck of shit. Fuck that show. So Lobo's a piece of shit, too. We love him. Right, but he went and bombed everyone. <laughs> now you think I'd like Joe Biden. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we think of the Lobo paramilitary Christmas special? I already had it, so I already knew it was great. And uh, normally, uh, it, it, well, of course, it's going to be like 10 stars. This is a great book. I give 10 stars to like the worst books ever. Uh-huh. Like normally we pick like purposely bad books. So there's jokes. I don't do that. Like you keep saying that and lumping me in that. I don't well, if I, well, like with bad the, books. With like this book, if I repeat, the, if I just tell you what happens, that's the joke. And now mm-hmm. I'm just like taking credit or like trying to pass off someone else's joke as my own. Mm-hmm. If it's like a book that's not supposed to be funny on its own. That is like, it's fine. Hey, Shay, what'd you think of this book? 10 out of 10. All right. Yeah, of course. It's All a right. good book. Yeah, five out of five space dolphins. Wow. Is this the first time we all liked something that much? No, no, no. Oh, that much? I don't know. I think we all agreed on stuff before, which is Rarely. rare. Yeah, well, we might not be in a fight at the end of this episode. Normally, we all hate each other by the time we finish here. I don't uh, value your guys' opinions on the comics we do enough to have strong emotions one way or the other. Nor should you. Uh, Speaking of the comics we do, want to talk about next week? Yes, I do. That is the the very thing I was hoping we were talking about. I am so excited for next week. Uh, Next week is a Batman week. Every 10 episodes. I guess let's spin the wheel and see what we got coming up for Batman. We got a handful of selections here, but of course, we need to listen to some spinning music. Some turning music if we want to spin the wheel. So let's see what we got. Who's up here this time? To everything, to oh, yeah. It's the birds again. This, this is actually the second time the birds have been on the wheel. They must really love comic books. These birds are for sure real. Yes. Yeah. These were the only the only real birds. This is what the government was looking at when they decided to create birds. The original name of their band were, was Birds Aren't Real, and their manager made him change it. Yeah. They got some pressure from the government. Yeah. They're they like, shut them. the fuck up. Uh, so anyway, all right. I can spin to that. Let's see. We've got about eight selections on there. Um, a bunch of them are mine, so I'm hoping that one of mine comes up this week. So here we go. Spin in the wheel. There's a couple on there I really want to read. And I hope it's one of mine that is really dumb. And it is. Yay! Fuck. Do you even remember Batman what this is? Batman 147. Let's I have look at no, the list I, see No, what... I don't remember, but let's look at what I wrote gonna... before we look, oh before I look at the issue. Let's see what it's I just wrote. Just baby, baby Batman. Baby, baby Batman. Batman. All right. Great. I had fantastic books on that list, and instead we're going to do fucking Baby Batman. We can re-spin. Oh, no, my God. That's re-spin. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little Baby Batman in uh, some uh, overalls. And that's it. Or like, I'm sure it looks more great. like later hosen. <laughs> well, so 170 is going to suck, but maybe 180. One episode 180 is going to be a killer. Look out. It, it's baby Batman. <laughs> it's Bat Baby and Robin. Great. great. That's what we're doing. God damn it. Batman becomes Batman. Oh, I'm no, so glad. Ex- I'm so glad I poisoned the waters with dumb shit. You really did, because I know exactly this is going to be 15 different mediocre stories. Yeah, and we're going to have a terrible time. No, it's going to be so funny. They're going to be so dumb. Well, wait till we get around to some of the books I picked. Oh, you're going to you're gonna be thanking me. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'm thanking myself mm-hmm. for picking Baby Batman. <laughs> yeah. No, you're going to be coming all over me in gratitude. It truly is Christmas in July. And this is probably a, a cracked find. Oh. I betcha. Yeah, don't, don't find I betcha. your pick. Ooh, ooh. So it's two don't things. Don't admit that. It's two. I don't know because I don't remember picking this, but it could be. Seems like something Cracked would write this is, about. This is burning me up, man. Man, I was so excited for, oh, I had some great selections on there. All right. Fine. We well, can totally respin. No, I, we're I not respinning. We no, can. We, we've set the tone for next week. You could have left this off, and I wouldn't even have known. Yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of thinking you guys were paying attention. Nope. I, I don't. I, we have so many things to choose from, and no matter what we choose, it'll be fine. Yeah, no, it's always fine. It's just I'm furious is all. I'm so glad I put this on there now, just for that. Great. Shay, uh, do you want to do any sort of closing plugs here? Yeah. I want everyone to ride their dolphin onto DarksidesCouch.com, Spotify, Stitcher, and any other podcast planets, and then cut the head off that frag and subscribe button at any place that you see one. Yeah. And you can send your request to us. Any of those places as well. Yeah. Darksides Couch on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, I think that's it. Anybody got any last things they want to add before we get out of here? And you got to send your smut to Twitter because James and Shay are weak of stomach. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, I'll make sure to lick that jizz off those abs. Mm-hmm. Shay? 
Nope, just stunned at that last part. I got nothing. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders, and Merry Christmas. Remember those blurry photos of UFOs that looked like garbage pail lids? Well, we finally got one that's as clear as it is confusing. After careful analysis, experts agree it's a scroungy biker on a flying motorcycle. Yeah, right. Hey, how's it going, Chief? The name's Lobo. That's L as in lacerate, O as in obliterate, B as in disembowel, and O as in a... I guess I could use obliterate twice, huh? What do you think? I think you are like 90% cum gutter.